Hey guys, thanks for uh, tuning in to a, a episode of uh, Life with Franklin. Um, this episode is kind of important to me right now um, because I just kind of want to talk about something that's important to me and possibly important to all of you, whoever is listening right now. And um, I just want to say before I start... Um, I just want to kind of state something or, or say something. And I just want to start off just telling you that it's okay to to not feel like yourself. It's okay to ask for help if you need the help. It's okay to... Ask help from family members that are important to you, that can help you, and that will help you with every situation that goes on. And then, especially with friends that you can trust and that you can talk to. Um, whether if it's a co-worker or co-workers, whether if it's old co-workers or recent co-workers, whether if it's maybe a supervisor at your job, whether if it's, you know, a friend that's living on your block or whoever, maybe an uncle or cousin, your mom, your dad. Um, but it's okay to talk some, talk to someone. What's not okay is to let the problems of your life consume you and eat you up alive or let the problems that you go through in life bottle up inside you. That's not okay. That's not the case. That should not be a option for you. If you have an issue, whether if it's big or small, you should have the strength to go to someone, if it's a psychiatrist, if it's a therapist, if it's you're a pastor at church, you're a priest, whoever, you should have the strength and the confidence to go to them and talk to them about whatever that's going on. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I'm making this episode today. Um, for years... I let things just build up inside. And time, time after time, I had opportunities to talk to people and I choose not to. Times I've pushed away people that were important to me and that are important to me. Some stayed, some didn't. And I regret you know, making those decisions of not talking to someone and not opening up about what's going on with me. Um, and I think that's one of the main reasons why I kind of make this podcast to kind of like air out like things that I have kind of like... At, bottled up inside and 
have told some coworkers, some friends, some family members. But I just kind of like just wanted to do that. Just let, you know, this podcast be like a, a release for me. Um, There's been times where I could have made episodes and talked to you guys and talked to you and expressed how I felt. I just personally felt like at the time I just couldn't do it. But talking to, you know, a couple of a good friend, a couple of good friends of mine, um, talking to, you know, my pastor, talking to some family members, they were telling me, like, just talk. Don't worry about how it sounds. Don't worry about what kind of comes out. Just just talk. Just hear out your problems. And this is kind of what I'm doing. This is kind of like a start for me. So I see all of that to say that um, just a few weeks ago, I've, you know, did something I've, I was, I almost became a victim of, of a suicide. Almost did something and almost took my life. That right there just definitely put uh, a different aspect on my life towards my family towards some of my good friends. And again, I I say I say all of that to say talk to someone. Cuz I I I had opportunities to and I choose not to and I let all of my problems eat me up alive and almost consume me. To the point where it was driving me crazy. To the point where I could have lost my job. I, you know, could have I, I could have ended my life. But thank God I had someone to stop me. And having that person to stop me was a great decision for on that person that stopped me. So, today's episode is basically, I'm just telling people, mental health is a very serious thing. It's up there as serious as cancer. Any form of cancer. It it should be up there. And everybody needs to be aware of it. Everybody needs to, to talk about this even more. It's not just... From, you know, if, if if you heard in recent, you know, recent months, recent years, it's almost been a year, of uh, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park committing suicide. It's, it's important that we all need to have a voice and it needs to be heard. And you're not alone. Like, I'm not alone. If you need to talk to someone, please do. There's a crisis hotline number. 
that you can call or even text. If you don't even want to call, you can text. There are numerous of hotlines that's out there that you can call for help. There's a lot of people out there that care about you. And you have the strength to talk to them. Please don't do what I did and not talking to them and push them away. That is a bad decision to do. And it's something that could change your life in a way. I, w I would see it as. So if if you feel like you're alone, if you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to, or if you feel any kind of way that you might feel weak or feel like you can't stand up to that family member or stand up to that coworker or stand up to whoever's making you feel mentally abused or any type of abuse, period. You have the power. You have the strength. I believe in you. You can do that. You can stand up for yourself. But holding the pain within and just letting it just consume you is not good. Try to find an outlet. Some of my outlets are producing music, listening to music, um, going to the movies, uh, going, you know, going shopping, stuff like that, hanging out with friends, um, watching something funny, listening to something that's funny, just, you know, or going out to the gym or something, but harming yourself or cutting yourself. It's not an option. It's not an escape. Take it from me. I've done those things too. And it still didn't make anything better in the long run. You know what I mean? It only made things worse in the long run. So I'm asking you, if you're listening to this episode, talk to someone. If not for me, for someone who loves you. For someone who really cares about you. For someone who's been trying to reach out. Talk to them. Give them a chance. That's a first step. To become better. And I believe in that. And you should too. about it. so when my sister had asked me why do I don't want to live with her anymore I basically said to her I said I don't want to live with you because of there was so much stuff that was going on when when she left to to to, to go to rehab she she left when shit was a mess. I got, when I first moved in, shit was a mess. They were already behind on their bills. They were already behind on everything. And then I felt like they were just trying to get more money out of me by by raising the rent three times 
twice before she left and the third time when she came back. Um, I just felt like she was just getting a lot of shit out of me. And then not handling the situation where my nephew stole my iPhone. Not really taking care of that situation like a mother should or a parent should, period. That's just not fair. Because, like, that phone was worth $700. And, and it's probably not worth anything now because it's, 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 it's old. But we're talking about, like, an iPhone, period, though. Right. Which used is probably up to 500 guaranteed, right. probably. The lowest is, like, 500 maybe less than that. But it's just the fact how she handled, how she handled it. And I didn't get a chance to express that to her. But what I did express to her is how betrayed I felt and how angry I felt when she was spending more time with my dad than I was spending before he had died, before he had passed away. She didn't even tell me that he was sick. Like, you know, she told me he was sick. She didn't tell me what he was sick from until the weeks before he had died. And I felt some type of way. He, he told me. He told me he was sick from, uh, he had prostate cancer. That's what you told me. And yeah, he had prostate cancer. And he had lung cancer. Um, that's what he was sick from. That's what he told me. Uh, she didn't fully, she didn't even tell me that. I had to find out from other, other family members and plus from him, like, him, him, like my dad himself. When we had a sit down and we had a talk that he was, um, that he was sick so we, we kind of had a heart to heart about that and then she kind of said the reason why I didn't tell you that he was sick because I knew how you were when, when mommy had died and she you know she went off to explain how like I was really unemotional I didn't even cry um I just you know had this the sad look on my face like I was fucking devastated like I didn't cry in front of people granted but I cried behind closed doors I bawled out my eyes countless of times and it took years for me to get over that times when I went over to my mom's gravesite I would be fucking bawling my eyes out because I missed her so much because I didn't have a chance to really get to know my mom and to fully like understand who she was as a person. You know, like she died when I was in the third grade, but my mom had sickle cell. So my mom was always in and out of the hospital. Her last, you know, two or three years of her living, she was in the hospital and in a nursing home and, and went from the hospital to the nursing home to the to the wing where like they they're you know yeah to hospice and that fucking hurt to see my mom from being full weight but you know gradually getting smaller getting skinnier losing weight in front of my eyes like going through that as a child and not really understanding what's really wrong with your mom like that really does a traumatic experience on you like psychologically and that really did a number on me because I was growing up in different households. I was in between my mom's and my aunt's house. In the third grade, I was literally in my aunt's house by the third grade. Um, 
I guess towards no. So my mom died when I was in the sixth grade. Excuse me, my mom died in the yeah she died in the sixth grade when I was in the sixth grade. Um, when I was in the third grade, me and my sister fully moved in to my aunt's house, like through foster care, because we got evicted and. We didn't have any, and they wanted to, like the foster care agency wanted to separate me and my sister. And my aunt went and let us. So she wanted to keep, you know, me and my sister together. Granted, great idea. Um, and just, you know, we spent, you know, times, maybe weekends, or one day, you know, a week with my mom or with my dad when he was in our lives, when he wasn't over in, in you know, in Westchester, PA doing whatever at the time, you know, he was being our dad. Um, and it's just seeing my mom, you know, fight through the pain, being a strong woman, fighting through the pain really did a number on me as I got older. Like I, I, I appreciated her even more as a person than my mom fighting through the pain, making sure, you know, me and my sister was okay. And I I, ex I expressed to my sister in that conversation that I had over the phone with her earlier tonight that her not telling me like how like how my dad was sick or like her, you know, having more conversations with my dad than me or spending time with my dad than me, like I felt really angry. Like, and I really was mad at her for that. Um, I don't know if they even, like, even hurt her feelings, what I was saying to her. But, like, that really, like, hurted my feelings so bad. And, you know, one of her excuses was, I didn't know how to tell you because I knew, like, you were, you know, you would be depressed. I was already depressed as it is. But yet you as my sister could have came up and talked to me, could have came up and, and asked me what was wrong. And she was like, well, I tried. I'm like, what do you try? Like, how did you try? And she was like, I always was asking, were you okay? Were you good? Um, and that was it. And it wasn't like, I, I and, and it wasn't like a, it wasn't a question where I can be like, okay, I'm feeling like this, let's talk. It was always, are you good, you okay? And it was just like, it was it was, it was, was kind of like how, like, if you're around somebody for, you know, a certain amount of time, you'll always be like, you good, you okay, you all right? Just checking on them. And it wasn't like, a, and it wasn't like my sister was like, I see the way you're looking, let's talk, you know? It wasn't nothing like that, and that's what I kind of needed. And 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 me saying that, she was like, "Well, you're a grown ass man. I don't need to like uh, plot things from you." And I was already depressed too from what I was going through. And I'm like, "I understand that. That's more respect to you." Like, and then she had cut me off, and she was like. I don't, if I feel like I need to pry stuff out of you, you're not gonna like my response after I like after I, I I'll get what's out of you because you're gonna not like me more. And I'm like, granted, okay, fine. 
that maybe it was the best that you shouldn't talk. And she like, no, like, let's just talk now. And then she tried to change the subject and talk about, you know, she tried to bring it back. Like, why, did, why didn't I want to live with her? Why didn't I want to stay with her? And, and I told her again, like, because. And then she had cut me off and she was like, well, again, give me four reasons why you don't, you know, you want to have you staying with me. And I gave her her reasons, but the last thing I said, basically, like, I told her, I don't feel like myself at all. And she's like, what do you mean? And she was, and, and I explained how, like, I'm depressed. I need the help. I, I don't feel like myself anymore, granted, because I don't do the things that I used to do. You know, I don't, I don't produce music anymore. I don't, you know, hang out with friends or like that anymore. Um... I barely enjoy myself going to the movies like how I used to. And that was that was a regular thing. I was spending like money enjoying going to the movies. But lately there hasn't really been any good movies that really caught my attention except for like some of these comic book movies that come out. Um or if it's, you know, a nice action flick here and there that I, you know, may be interested in or a comedy I may be interested in. But to me there's not enough it wasn't enough consistency in going into the movies where I was feeling happy. Um, and I was just saying, there's some like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I know it's something wrong, wrong with me. I just don't know what. And it's making me feel like I'm losing my mind. And it's making me feel like I'm going crazy. Because you guys are, are making me feel like. I'm a bad guy here today because I'm depressed and it's hard for me to talk to you guys to express how I feel without being judged or talking to you guys or y'all feeling being judged or being attacked. And it's hard to express that towards my family without them feeling like that. So I don't really talk to them. So that's why I keep my, that's why I keep myself at a distance. That's why any problems like I was just saying like I just let all the problems and stuff just build up inside of me and then when I finally had enough I'll just go ahead and just explode and I know like in these coming weeks um since the incident that I I can't keep doing that and that's kind of like that's that's basically where I'm at right now is I, I can't keep holding my problems in. I need to find a way to express them and talk talk about it. And it's I don't know how to. So pretty, that's just where I'm at right now with that.